Paul, a quarter of a billion. That's amazing. That is so you've given away a quarter of a billion dollars. That's that's huge. <laughs> I'm George Markoski. Welcome to the Positive Property Show. Our mission is to empower ten thousand people to create financial freedom through property using the Markoski method. Join us. Hello, Paul, and welcome. Paul's coming to us live from Singapore. Hey, George, good to be here eventually. For all of you uh, who were suffering, wondering where the heck we were, my apologies for that, and thank you for your patience. Yes, um, actually, we always start at 6.05 just in case, and it works really well. So (laughs) I find find a lot of times when you uh, book someone in for an appointment, if you do 6.05 or 6.15, you've got much more chance of them rocking up on time. George, I start all of my uh, all of my appointments at either six ten, six twenty. Well, ten minutes after, twenty minutes after, forty minutes after, or fifty minutes after. That's the only way to go. Oh, five! <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Um, well, there you go, man. Every time I talk to you, I find something out, something new, and a lot of times something in common, which is amazing. So, which is great. Now, <laughs> Paul, Paul, you head up B one G one. Yep. And yes, B1, I do. Yes, I do. And B one G one, buy one, give one. Um, it's part of the whole build a better world movement, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And uh, of course, when it started, uh, and by the way, just for everybody who's uh, joining us, thank you so much for taking time out. I, I, you know, I know you had a choice in order to do this, and uh, I like to talk about choice and moments together because uh, you know where we are in our life right now is a result of, isn't it, all of the moments that we've experienced and the choices we've made so hopefully as a result of being together today we can all make some great choices in these moments but george to get back to your point yes when the idea first came uh, it was this amazing idea that you know wouldn't the world be uh, a great place if every time business was done something great happened in our world and so and initially the idea was expressed as buy one, give one. But uh, now, you know, for example, if you and I were just talking on Zoom, I don't have it hooked up to this one, but if you and I were talking on Zoom right now, then just because we're talking, eight kids would be getting access, I beg your pardon, 11 kids would be getting access to game-changing education. As you know, uh, every time we exchange an email, kids get access to water. Uh, As you know, sometimes uh, trees get planted. Uh, and uh, just about uh, three, uh, wait there, seven days ago, we crossed a quarter of a billion uh, giving impacts in the world. So yeah, so B1G1 uh, has been, you know, it's historic in its, uh, in its application, its conception, and uh, together we're doing great things. So yeah, so that's one of the reasons why it's a privilege to be chatting with you here. Paul. Quarter of a billion. That's amazing. That is so you've given away a quarter of a billion dollars. That's that's huge. <laughs> well, you know what? It was, it's funny the way the, the the power of words, isn't it? When we were tracking it, obviously we track it every day, as you know, uh, because not only can you give from one cent in B1G1, but you can also get it gets tracked automatically. And so we were tracking it and counting it, and we're going, you know, 247 million, 248 million. And then 249, and I thought, wow, uh, we could say it's 250 million, and that would be impressive. But a quarter of a, a quarter of a billion sounds a hell of a lot more impressive. It's <laughs> <certainly enough. laughs> it's huge. Yep, that's right. That's um pretty exciting. That's that's amazing. So, Paul, yeah. um, you live in Singapore at the moment. Mm. How's how's Singapore going at the moment with the COVID and stuff? I'm just curious. Uh, well, thank you for being curious. Uh, curiosity is a great thing. So, uh, so yeah, um, it's going uh, interestingly. Um, um, the government finally. The, by the way, the government up here, there's no, uh, there's no divisions. You know, there's no. Uh, you want to wear a mask? You don't want to wear a mask? You this? Your left? Your right? No, we, we we don't do that up here, which is kind of interesting. Um, and you know, it stops this whole. Uh, judgment thing going on, right? So, so, and one of the things I think that we we get is one of the big learnings I think from uh, the pandemic is it's no longer about me; it's about us. And the yes. government here, the government here, sort of gets that. And anyway, they started off doing great things. They had a bit of a hiccup, uh, and then about uh, thirteen weeks ago, I think it was George, they made this observation. They they said, you know what? 
I mean, you and I, George, when it first hit, we thought, oh, it, you know, it'll be here for three weeks, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but but the government has now made the observation uh, that um, you know this is this is with us for in some way shape or form, and as long as we can make sure that uh, you know and so we, people are for whatever reason they are going to get you know infected at some at some rate, but we can't sort of go oh someone got, let's lock down let's unlock let's lock down let's, because businesses need certainty and so what they've said is provided we can be in a place where we're all safe when anyone goes into hospital first of all they can get into hospital uh, second of all they can get awesome treatments um and so we're treating it like we would treat uh, for example dengue or or flu or something like that right now and getting to that to that place and i think that's a really important place to get to because i think in these uncertain times right what we really need is certainty right so it's uh, kind of nice kind of nice to be here with uh, with all of that happening look um i love the way you understand the psychology behind things and you really um can see behind what's going on and totally amazing because certainty is so important and you look at um, Victoria, for example, yeah. they've had they've lost a lot of money. The CBD has gone down. All the commercial property has mm -hmm. gone down. It's been terrible. That's because, you know, you've got um, here in Australia, you've got all the premiers. They've got this big red button about this big in front of their desk <laughs> and they're itching to use it. And they're like, okay, look down. Ah, tricky. So, I mean, for example, here in Adelaide, um, we're not locked down, which is great, which I'm really pleased. We've got one person with COVID. Yeah. We know where they are, but we all have to wear masks. And yeah, we, we do too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I thought yeah. one person, even if they had a gun, they probably couldn't find me here in Adelaide. But yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, it's, it's interesting. I, I was I was talking to someone in Adelaide the other day, someone who does uh, medical recruitment, and they had this uh, really significant thing planned for Hobart. Their business is is right across Australia. And the Sydney team were going to go and do this thing in in Adelaide and bring people on board. And of course, all of a sudden, the Sydney people couldn't go. And so, the only people that could go were actually the people from Adelaide. So, yeah, it's kind of. And how do you how do you juggle that? I mean, it's business is complex enough, you know, without having all these jugglers, right? It is. It is. And look, when it first started, it was very. What's happened is most people have just started using Zoom. I don't think yeah. people are going to be in a big rush to go back to offices at all. And well, let me that, tell you about. Sorry, go ahead, George. Go, no, please I, I saw, go ahead. I saw, go ahead. I saw this trend coming along anyway because of technology. You know, people yeah. are shopping at home. You're not going to the cinemas. You've got Netflix. But now people are working from home and they're used to Zoom. So when we first started, we want to do appointments over Zoom. People say, no, nah, if it's not in person, it's not on. But now everyone accepts it. So we found everyone's accepting that technology. So it's actually it's made business actually um, easier. And there's a lot of companies in England, I know, around London who telling their workers not to come back because oh, I think that's, 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 that's international value from them being at home. Internationally, yeah, and uh, very much so. And, and, of course, one of the interesting changes around that is the trust that has been sort of forced on on, on people, um, which is interesting. But uh, you're, you're absolutely spot on. I mean, let me tell you, like a simple little personal experience, right? Um, I have uh, I have uh, a son who's 17 years old, and people go, "Really, Paul? You you must be a medical miracle." But anyway, I've, <laughs> I've got a son who's 17, and ever since he's 10 years old, George, I've never gone to a parent teachers association, parent, uh, you know, the the meeting you have with the teachers, right? Yep, yep, yep. And the reason I've never gone is because you've got to give up an entire day. You've got to get in line outside the classroom, and then and then they've got to go and find the papers. They've got to do this, so you've got to give up a whole day, and it's very very unfocused and all that kind of stuff this year oh guess what i was there well i wasn't there i was there on zoom yes and the the teachers were ready they had all the stuff up sharing their screen you know sharing the screen about my son and all of this kind of stuff i had my stuff up and yeah what you know then you look at it and you go well why have we not been doing that forever <laughs> it's so exactly. simple yeah. yeah look i think um there's a lot of things happening, and I think, luckily, fortunately, you know, technology is jumping on board and helping us get through yeah. this. And back in, you know, 1918, they didn't have technology to help them, and it was a lot more. That's why the Spanish flu was so much worse, you know. Exactly, like 50, exactly. Five million people died from Spanish flu. It was terrible. They did. 
and I, and I think you know sometimes uh, sometimes it, I mean, it's very important to say this that um, that uh, you know you the, 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 some of the impacts we could absolutely live without right I mean you know and so I don't, I don't want to minimize those impacts but at the same time I think you see really amazing things I mean just go back and you you would remember this about um eight or nine months ago you mentioned the united kingdom uh, a while back you remember the whole story of captain tom you remember captain tom who was a hundred years old and he walked you know, like a hundred meters about his thing and he raised what was it 26 million dollars for uh, the health service and and became a hero got to see the queen you know and all of that kind of stuff that would have never happened never would that have happened Never would people have realized that other people had issues and never would they also understand that every single one of us is absolutely at our best when we're giving, right? And there was an opportunity to do it and all of a sudden people feel great, felt great, the company or the country rather came together in a really interesting way. And I think, you know, one of the things that the, and again, please anybody who's been you know, has had some awful things happen in in the in the pandemic. I believe me, I'm I'm not trying to minimise those at all. I'm just trying to say that when you when you look at it a slightly different way, you know, stuff does happen. But you you realise that there's there's really great things happening. And let me let me let me just mention one. You know, um, if for a long time, George, you know that. Uh, lots of people, and I'm one of them, are saying we've got to, we've got to realize that we are all connected. You know, we've got to realize that that what I do to you, I do to me. We've got to realize that. Now, some people have challenges with that. However, what's the pandemic proven? We are all connected. You can't you can't escape it. Totally. And so, and so maybe we should start acting as if as if we are. Right, and and as I said before, moving from, you know, this whole thing about the focus on me to the focus on we, and and when we do that, stunning things, stunning, stunning things start to happen in our own lives, in our communities, in our countries, and so on. It, it, it just that's how it is, and sometimes it takes awful things for the learning. Paul, the important um, thing is, of course, that we do, we do actually learn, right? That's the important you, thing. Exactly, exactly. And look, Paul, I agree. I mean, I think giving is a human need. Yeah, it right? is. Actually. And a lot of people don't realise that. And I think does this come I, – I, I'd imagine that um, the, when you look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, that mm. most people, not all, probably need to get up that ladder a bit first to yeah, be able to do yeah. the giving, Right. Yeah, but I, I, I've seen examples of people that doesn't matter where they are in the hierarchy give, and a lot of people right on the bottom of the hierarchy of Maslow's hierarchy are the biggest givers of all. So we can't well, really, we can't exactly. say that. And you know, I do believe that you know, giving and gratitude, those two things are um, well. Yeah, and and George, you know, I'm I'm really happy to hear you say the, the you know that other G word, the gratitude word, and because. You know, give, sometimes we, you know, when you and I are talking about giving, they, they, some people joining us now, and again, thank you for doing it, by the way. Uh, they would, they would think that when we're talking about giving, we're talking about giving monetarily or something like that. Well, yes, that that that's true, but there's so many other forms of giving. For example, I here in Singapore, I, I'm, I'm facing a forest right now, which is where, where I live, and people go, "You really? There are forests in Singapore?" Yes, and they got monkeys in the forest, and I run round, I run round it every day. That's another blessing of COVID, well, there, by the way. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because <laughs> I, you know, until 2019 or in 2019, I did close to 600,000 air kilometers, right? And then March the 13th, bang, zero, as in 2020. So the benefit is, instead of running, you know, on weekends or whatever, I'm running every day. Uh, I've lost uh, since I saw you last, actually. Uh, I've lost. Uh, someone, someone said I shouldn't say lost. I should say I have released to the atmosphere uh, <laughs> twelve kilograms or something. Twelve kilos. Um, wow. Yes. But anyway, here's the point. Here's the point about the, the forest. In between the forest and me. Uh, there is a bus, and you know, in Singapore, the, the 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 transport system is like amazing. I mean, it's not just a bus; there's a bus every every two minutes, right? And so, one of the things that, that happened during the uh, pandemic 
you know, you, if you're a bus driver, you're, effect, you're effectively an essential worker. That's what you are. You're, you're in the front line, you know, if you're a bus driver. So I made an extra special, I mean, I, I was always doing it anyway, but I made an extra special thing. And when I get on the bus and, you know, you have your little uh, magnetic, well, actually, I do it on my watch now, but, you know, you, you ping and, and th there's the driver sort of sitting next to you. And increasingly, by the way, uh, female drivers as well, which is really cool to see. And, and so what I do, I just stop as I ping my watch and I look at them and I make sure I've got the eye contact and I say, thank you for stopping. That's what I do. And, and they're like, what? <laughs> you know, but what I, what I know is, and then they go, oh, that's okay. You know, you can see, you see the impact. And then when I get off the bus, I just wave and say, thank you. You know, good, good ride. And I like to believe, and by the way, I feel great when I do that, but which is really cool, right? But I'm, I'm, I, I like to believe that at some point the bus driver, you know, when he gets home, says, by the way, something really weird happened at bus stop 172 today. This kind of weird guy got on flash and watching. He says, thank you for stopping, you know. And, you know, so that's the other thing about the gratitude thing. It just becomes, you know, a nice ripple effect. And so if you think about it again, remember I said a minute ago, we're all at our best when we're giving, right? And again, I, I don't want us to think about necessarily monetary or whatever. But, you know, how do you feel when there's someone, let's say it's the classic case of the old lady, you know, struggling to get across the road, right? How do you feel when you help that person? The answer is you feel fantastic. Yep, absolutely. Now, she feels great. <laughs> and it, all it came from, all it came from was, it's not about you, it's not about me, it's about us. And it just came from that spirit of, of recognising that and then doing something. And, and and by the way, George, just on that, I, I think there's another thing. I'm sorry to be rambling here, but I hope it's okay. But, <laughs> but, but, you know, some people, and, and again, I, 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 I don't want to minimise this, but uh, a lot of people... It did, for a lot of people, this is this is tough, right? I mean, for all sorts of reasons, this is tough, right? And sometimes we kind of lose our way. We guys, by the way, are very good at that. We lock ourselves in our mental cave and we, you know, we don't communicate with the family and all of that kind of stuff because we're upset and we don't know how to deal with it and so on and so forth. And so what, what tends to happen is, and again, I, I don't want to... Um, uh, how should I say, I, I, I don't want to imply that I'm some trained psychologist or whatever, because I'm not. But what I, what I know is that some people say things like, well, you know, you've got to go inside. You've got to sort of go inside and find this, you know, this, this kind of thing, right? Well, and I'm, I'm sure there's some sense in that. I'm sure there is. But what I know is when that happens to me, it's when I go outside, when I, when I look at what's there, you know, and I can go, oh, I, I can do something about that. I think I might be able to do something about that. Oh, I know someone who can help with that. And it's that looking outside that becomes very, very interesting in terms of the value that we then we then give. And by the way, talking about value, uh, you know, pre-pandemic, uh, pre uh, it, it really was all about value, value, value. I think now, subtle change, very subtle change. It's no longer, value is still important. But I think it's also about values, values. So it's like, what do you stand for, if you, if you like? You know, what are you going to stand up for and, and so on? In fact, I think there's uh, those, those of us listening now, and again, I'm really grateful for you being here. I hope it's not, you know, some old guy up there in Singapore is prattling. Uh, but because, but <laughs> you know, I, uh, I, I, I do get to uh, do some fascinating things with um, with growing businesses as well, as you know, George. So, so, mm -hmm. and, I, and I was looking at it and I came to this conclusion that there are two sorts of businesses. Uh, and by the way, I know which sort you are in just a minute. And you, everybody joining us will be able to pick which sort you are. So there's standard, standard, run-of-the-mill standard, yep. and there's stand out. Stand out. Only two sorts. Standard, stand out. So then the question becomes: the, the question becomes, well, how do you move to a stand out? What, what do you do? There's all sorts of things that you do, but let me give you the big thing that you do. What there's a lovely alliteration in this. So mm. you move from standard to stand out because you stand for something. Mm -hmm. Something that is bigger than yourself. Right? 
in your case, for example, there's something bigger than yourself is empowering people to do fascinating things with property so that their families benefit, their communities benefit, and eventually the world benefits from that as well, right? That's, yep. that's standing forward, right? That's right, exactly. Yeah, and it's not about you, right? It's no, no, it, look, it always has to be bigger than you. <laughs> Otherwise, exactly. your dreams aren't big enough. And, um, you know, I think it's interesting. I feel like um, giving and gratitude has been inbuilt in us because it gives us so much pleasure. So yep. it must have been a very good survival mechanism for the tribe. It's always like group selection. Well, you know, it's interesting. Someone said to me, uh, in fact, I, I was working on this just before I joined you. Um, someone said to me a little while ago, about maybe three months ago now, they said, Paul, here's a quote for you. And uh, so he gave me the quote. Here's the quote. Let me give it to you. And we could we if if we were on chat you could you could sort of well I, I guess we are on chat but it, but if uh, you might want to guess who said it so here's the here's here's the quote right? the first part of the quote you can you can largely ignore but it's the second part that's the, the best part so the quote is this the storyteller is the most powerful person in the world that bit you can just sort of accept that for a minute but here comes the magic of the quote yes. The storyteller sets the vision, the values, and the agenda for an entire generation yet to come. Now, wow. isn't that wow? Isn't wow. that just so wow, right? That's and what's interesting is, no, but here's what's interesting. Right? Just take a look at you as a, for example. Let's just look at stories, right? Uh, and by the way, the answer to who said it, I'm not sure if anyone got it, but it was Steve Jobs who said that. Oh, Steve Jobs today, uh, uh -huh. Yeah. So, but let's look at the quote again, and then we'll come back and look at what's going on. So the quote says, the storyteller sets the vision, get that, the values, and the agenda. Okay? But the next bit is really cool. For an entire generation yet to come. Now, the reason I'm telling you this is because you just mentioned something about it's inbuilt into our DNA. Mm -hmm. And I think that stories are actually inbuilt into our DNA as well. Yeah, because yes. you know we sit on grandma's knee and grandma says you know once upon a time and, and you know all, all of a sudden we learn well that was a so, way of um, passing on knowledge in the past anyway wasn't it ex exactly so, or so. Metaphor and song and dance e yeah. exactly so so let, let, let's look at you as as a good example of 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 that of that, that thing so some people when if you think about some people they're their life story, if you like, the story that they're living is not necessarily their best life right now, right? Because they might be doom scrolling or whatever else it is, you know, that you do to get angry at things and everything else, right? So mm -hmm. they, they come, they listen to you, and they listen to your story. And, it, and if you, you know, you read your books, read George's book, it's all about a story. It's all it is. You know, it's it's right there. You know, it's a story. Mm -hmm. And then we get inspired by that story and as a result of that story we change our story does that make sense we yes. change our story but then guess guess what happens because we change remember the bit about an entire generation yet to come so because yep. we change our story it's our children's children it's not just it's not just our children who are sitting on our knee and hearing the story of what we did. It's their children's children. Wow, so isn't it powerful? Yeah, very it's powerful. It's really, really, really very powerful. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, and look, lots of people give themselves the wrong story because, you know, and I was saying this when the pandemic hit, and I said there's going to be two types of people at the end of this. People are going to say, wow, COVID-19 pandemic made who I am and the ones that said it destroyed me. And it's our choice whether we write the narrative of all this, of all our stories. And, well, um, that, that's exactly right. It, it is. It is a conscious choice. Remember what we said before that it is the reaction uh, to the moments in our life, and and it's pretty simple. Uh, we can we can choose to be the victim, or or, or we can choose to co-create something extraordinary. You know, um, I mean, <laughs> is it is it is it today? or tomorrow, sometime this week, the Paralympics are starting. Yes. 
You want to be inspired? Have a- <laughs> I reckon, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Go there, you know. Uh, it's um, yeah, and 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 we 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 all have that capacity. I, in fact, my my daughter knows a guy. Uh, I forget his last name now, but his his first name is Logan. Mm-hmm. And uh, talking about the Olympics, and uh, he was the gold medal in the uh, what's it called in the in the uh, this, uh, was it skateboarding. Yes, in the skateboarding where they go, you know, walk up those things. And they, it's like the guy's the gold medal, and wow. his, his yeah, and and he he lives in Queensland. Why is I, he called Logan? I, Logan? I watched Logan. I remember. Yeah, why is he called Logan? Because because he was he was born in this really tiny little place. And his mum, I don't know whether he was like a wanted babe or not, but what I do know is his mum thinks, oh, what am I going to call him? Well, I'm living in Logan. I'll call him Logan. Wow. <laughs> so, what a great name. Love it. Yeah. BMX. And then BMX. BMX. I beg your pardon. It was the BMX. Thank you. Yes, wow. it was the BMX. I, I love the simplicity and the authenticity of that name. It's yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It, it is. And, you know, he he, he put his mind to it and, and uh, you know, he quit doing all the things that, Lots of teenagers do do, uh, but um, had some fun and you know, bang! There's a gold medal now, inspiring, hopefully, lots of others. So w- what has he done? And, and him he, being he's, a gold he, medal, he's changed exactly. He's he changed his change, story. He might even change people's names because some people are going to say, "Well, let's call our kid Logan," and before we know, <laughs> Logan becomes a popular name. All well, of a sudden, of there'll be lots of lots of Logans or lots of people called Adelaide because of the great things you're doing, Adelaide. But but you see the point. The point is, he chose to change his story. He did. He did exactly. You exactly. Know? Which which is and great. we all can do that. We yep. all can do that. So um, so you've you got B one G one. Yeah. So talk a little bit about more about buy one give one. Because mm-hmm. um, it's an amazing program and also makes it easy for businesses to give impact in an easy way that's measurable, oh. which is all excellent, you know? Oh, oh yeah. You know, um, I, I was on a, a program a couple, couple of weeks ago, except a couple of days ago, actually, where we were talking about that, um, that new IPCC report, you know, the one that said, Hey, we're not, we're not kidding about climate change. That one, right. Yep, yep, yep. And, and, um, so now in uh, in B1G1, it's just so simple for every single one of us to offset uh, our, 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 our carbon footprint. Just so easy. Just so easy. Uh, like, for example, um, uh, okay, just, just recently, there's, there's a whole bunch of, um, uh, what would you call them, service stations, uh, workshops, you know, in Australia, who uh, who realized that, you know, when they change the oil in your car and all that kind of stuff, what they do is they kind of dump that, right? Because you've got to get rid of it somewhere. And so all of a sudden they're going, hmm, that's not a good thing. So let's join B1G1. So what we now can do is we can make sure that every time someone comes in and gets their car done or whatever, we're automatically planting trees or, and by the way, one of the problems with trees is, and trees are lovely, trouble is, it takes them a few years, right, until they start to sequester, uh, you know, the uh, the carbon. So, what else can we do? Well, we can think about families whose kids uh, are, are are going to school, but they're having to walk twenty kilometers to school. So we can think of, oh, why don't we get a bike? Which, by the way, costs four cents to do in B1G1. And when the kid when the kids get get home, guess what? There's there's no power. So let's provide them with some solar stuff, which is a little better than providing them with, you know, uh, like like burning stuff and everything yeah, else. Yeah, burning stuff. Yeah, not good or the environment. Not, not exactly right. It's so good. yeah, so it's the same time, which is great. Yeah, and so you know the changed. ability, exactly, and so the ability to be able to do that. Um, by the way, kids, kids absolutely get it. You know, there's. A, I'm not sure I told you the story, but. There's this lady, uh, in fact, I, I haven't told you the story because I remember when I last met you and it happened after that. Um, and um, I was uh, doing uh, a program actually down in Melbourne. It was the day before I, I you know, the, you, you know, got the last flight kind of thing. Right? And this lady had joined B1G1 together with a whole bunch of people. And 
the uh, the guy running uh, the event the next day this lady lived in melbourne but there were people from around the world there and the next day you know the host begins the session and he says okay everybody wasn't that great yesterday uh at your tables just get together and talk about what the big idea was yesterday so everybody's going okay, and he says you've got five minutes and everything else so then the five minutes are up and he says okay let's begin over here and he points to the left hand table and he says to everybody at the table he says point to the person who had the most inspiring story so they point this lady's name is lisa and she's really embarrassed right and and so the host says so lisa what happened she said well you know the program was really great yesterday it really was good i learned so many things but you know the whole when paul was doing the whole b1g1 thing that was like wow it's really cool and so we we joined or i joined b1g1 and then i went home at night because i live here in melbourne and uh, and we were just sitting around uh, just having dinner and uh, I, I i told my family I said guess what we we now can do this and do, do, do. and it was oh, very cool and then after dinner or at the end of dinner they she looks at her son daniel who's 10 years old and says oh daniel it's your turn to do the washing up and daniel daniel gets the gets this look on his face right you know the sort of look that a 10 year old would give if they had to do the washing up and so she says oh look i can create an account for you on, on b1g1 and look at this we can say when daniel washes the dishes and then you can choose you know what, what you want. so so and she says oh look at this when daniel washes, we can do um 11 or 7 or 3 um uh, people will get access to life-changing water uh so do you reckon that'd be a good one? Oh yeah says daniel she's telling the story right and then <laughs> so daniel puts it in and he says to his mum, uh by the way is that coming out of my pocket money or or uh you pay she says we'll talk about that later uh that was a year ago right and a little more than a year ago <laughs> and the, the good news is has not been any challenge since in daniel doing the washing up right wow. why because he's got something great happening as a result of doing something yeah so fantastic. great great to hear yeah look um when i first saw you present talk about b1g1 i was like wow this is amazing because as a business, it's really hard. You get people calling you saying, do you want to donate to this or that? You don't know oh, how that. much is going there. No one's vetted it, nothing else like that. But one yeah, thing about yeah. being part of your program is very simple and easy. Because what we do is everyone that does our 14-day challenge, they get 10 bricks towards a house in Cambodia. And then if they, every, every time someone settles on a property, they get 1,000 bricks. Now, I think to build a whole school is just over 5,000 bricks in a country. That's like about that. right. Depends, depends on the country, but you're right. You can do yep. that, yeah. Yep, so that's because I know in Africa that's about five thousand bricks. So that means someone on our total ten-year program to get ten properties, they can actually build two schools in exactly. Cambodia while yeah, exactly they're investing right. in property here. Now, the, so I'm really proud of that because every, every every person that joins our company, they are building schools and doing that. And the reason exactly. we chose building a school is because one, property and education, those two things sort of fit beautifully what we do. But yeah, I do exactly. want. Um, I do want to look into um, other ways of giving for different things as well because I want to try to mix it up and have a bit more fun. Yeah, and then, by the way, talking of mixing it up, there's now a project, a new project where um, it's amazing what people do. Amazing what people do. And it has to do with building schools. And uh, what they figured out was they could collect how, – how cool is it? They could collect plastic from the ocean yep. and then they could process that and they could create plastic bricks. And, and and now you can build the school with the plastic bricks, which which takes much less time. They're more stable and so on and so forth. So, it, it, yeah, it's taking. But and and by the way, George, uh, as as a result of some of the things that you've been doing, uh, there are uh, so let's just say there are some new uh, we call them global projects, uh, which enable you to uh, to do shelter, if you like, in in really really interesting ways. So thank you for being a Sort of a, a cheerleader and a, and and the real leader in, in terms of making that stuff happen right and it's something that you can feel you know really awesome about because it you know it just gives you i mean such a such a by the way it, what i was about to say was it, it it sort of gives you a good feeling and and what's what's so interesting is when people think about giving they frequently think that it is the beneficiary who is getting the benefit okay mm -hmm. you know they're getting the school what they tend to forget is, in fact, when you do it, guess what? The benefit is 
is is to you, right? Absolutely. <laughs> it's absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I, I, I totally agree, and I think uh, maybe a lot of people don't realise that, and some people do, but the benefit's totally yours, absolutely. And it's yeah. a beautiful yeah. thing, nothing wrong with that. And the thing I was going to say is if we, like, build a, the school in Cambodia, can we actually go and have a look at it? Yes, you can. Of course you can, when, when they right. let you in, right? Okay, yeah, <laughs> okay. Great, because I love In, in fact, that's one of the things, that's one of the things we miss. Uh, every uh, We haven't been able to do it, obviously, for the last, yes. uh, last couple of years, but... Uh, we had um, we have uh, beyond you one study tours where we and, and by the way I want, I want you to notice and we uh, listening I want you to notice what, what I said I said beyond you one study tours and the reason we call them study tours is is we don't want the whole thing you know in, in lots of charity things you you've got to raise lots of money in order to get on the you know all of that sort of stuff we, and there's probably a place for that but in but in you, you don't you don't have to do that. Because the thing that we don't want to do is, 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 is kind of think of ourselves as, oh, we're the guys with the money and we know the answers and here's what you do, right? Because mm -hmm. that's BS. I mean, that is seriously BS. Totally, and, when totally. you, and when you see what these, what these, what these people are doing and the, the way in which they're doing it, it's like, oh, my God, you know, it's like, <laughs> it, 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 it's just amazing and, and that's when you get that extra sort of life-changing bit if you will when you can see all of those sorts of things happening and, and by the way interestingly enough, interesting enough uh, you mentioned Cambodia uh, there's a circus up in Cambodia which is called FAR P-H-A-R-E go look it up and, and, and what they do they're not they're not I, I shouldn't say this. What they do is they take 1,200 every year. They take 1,200 school kids and they put them into a performing arts uh, thing. And they teach them how to do things. And then they, they take the, the best 50 of that and the best 50 get to go in this circus, which is called FAR. If ever you go to Siem Reap, the thing you must do is go see FAR, P-H-A-R-E. It's amazing. But guess what? They haven't, no one's been able to go to the circus, right? No one's been able to, right? So you know what they did? You know what they did? I mean, this. They decided that what they would do is they would set out to create a Guinness Book of Records for the longest running circus performance ever, right? So these kids did 28 solid hours, right? On like, on Facebook Live, kind of thing like, like this, right? Uh, and in order to inspire people and all of that kind of stuff. And one of the things we did, they did a special thing for us in B1G1 where uh, we had a, a conference recently or a virtual one. We were all in on that conference and just explaining it. And then the next day we went to a place where, uh, again, uh, in Canberra, sorry, this was in Vietnam, in Hanoi, where they, I mean, this is really dangerous work that they do, but they're amazing. It's called Blue Dragon. And what they do is they, they rescue trafficked kids. Okay. Wow. Um, that would be very dangerous. And, oh. <laughs> and, and it's amazing how, you know, you, the things you can do to support that, by the way, and be what you want. Anyway, so we couldn't go, right, because we were going to have a real live convention there. And we, you know, Blue Dragon, we, we were going to visit. So you know what the kids did? <laughs> what the kids did? They said, well, we would love to do it virtually. And, and and so what we're going to do is we're going to teach everybody how to make real Vietnamese spring rolls. So uh, what they did, everybody re everybody who registered, they sent out the menus. Oh, sorry, the, the you know the list of ingredients and all that kind of stuff. And then we we you know virtually got to go on it. And what was so interesting, George, the most interesting thing was I'm looking at all of the B1G1 members from around the world who are there, you know, virtually. And the thing that I noticed, and it was this particular one was at six o'clock on a Saturday, my time. And, and no, so six o'clock uh, Sydney time was uh, on a Saturday. And I noticed that the B1G1 members were very smart. And you know what they've done? What most of them did, almost all of them got their, their own kids to be a part of learning how to make these Vietnamese spring rocks. What a, what a great with, idea. With the kids. And you know what happened? You know what happened? Uh, when we finished, I mean, it was like, it was really, I was so, so cool. And of course, then the, and this gets back to what we were talking about before. 
uh, all the emails start to you know come in and and you know people say that was great. And I remember this one lady, her name is Karen, and and uh, she she said you know that was just a great experience. And then she said this. She said, "My or no, she didn't say my. She said our family needed that." <laughs> and so I thought, isn't that isn't that wow? And that's just this experience that we all need of being connected. Right? That's the experience that we need. And you know, and so the moment that we feel that, then it just becomes one of those. You know, it becomes part of the story. Okay, and it's those stories that we then tell. Just like I'm telling you that story now. Right? So. Yeah, that was a great story. <laughs> Love it. And look, I suppose. Um, there's one thing a lot of people have missed out on, especially people stuck in Melbourne with all the lockdowns, is connection because oh, they've had yeah. 200 days of lockdown in Melbourne. So that'd be yeah, pretty sure. You'd be getting a bit of oh, It's so true. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, Zoom is a, is a great place to get on and, and do the best we can uh, to, uh, to connect. And by the way, if there is anyone joining us from Melbourne uh, right now, thank you so much for being here. I know it's not easy. Um, um, but again, it's like you know we 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 have this opportunity to to reach out to to connect in like here and so on. I, I like what my fellow uh, TED TED speaker. Some of us would know Brene Brown, right? Yep. Um, and you probably watched you know Brene on her uh, Netflix thing and everything. And you know one of the, one of the great things about being a, a TED speaker is you get to meet your you know your fellow TED speaker. So so I've met Renee. She's really she's pretty quite amazing. Um, and if, if anybody if anybody uh, even now right, you want to go back and, and see Renee's first uh, TEDx uh, first TED talk, uh, and it's co it's called it's called vulnerability. Mm -hmm. And there's and Brene is a lot of fun, right? She's she's really funny. And there's this point, I think from memory, George, it's at about six minutes, 30 seconds or something like that, where she talks about something that's happening in her life and, and, she's, and she, she really gets quite serious. And she, 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 she gives this line. She says this, listen to this. She says, connection is why we're here. Hmm. And then she continues, it give, it's that that gives meaning and purpose to our lives. So... Here's, here's, the, here's the challenge that we have to be careful of, right? So just go with the sentence again. Connection is why we're here. It's that that gives meaning and purpose. So if you take away the connection, you may be taking away the meaning and purpose. Does that, yeah, does that, that make sense. sense? Yeah, it makes exactly sense. Exactly right. Yep. So if you, if you go back to the story I was telling you before, about what happens is we tend to look inside as opposed to outside. Yep. Then when we're in those moments that, you know, we're going, oh, my God, what is this all about? And we, we're kind of losing that sense of meaning and purpose. Guess what? Just reach out. Just reach out to somebody, you know, mm -hmm. yep. connect, connect in whatever way you can, just connect. Or alternatively, make yourself available to be the connection point. Right? Absolutely. And a lot of people have lost connection because of COVID, and I think it's important to be able to do that. And, yeah, um, yeah so one of those things. Wow, that was uh, pretty deep. It was good. It was excellent. Oh, <laughs> well, hopefully hopefully there were there was some um, some ideas in there that, um, you know, people might want to uh, to add to their stories. And, and, you know, maybe those of you who, again, I'm very grateful that, George, first of all, that, uh, you reached out and said, "Can we do this?" And uh, secondly, I'm I'm very grateful for the people on your network and your group that uh, did this. So a big thank you too to Asia for making it happen. Um, um, and hopefully, you know, it becomes part of your story. Like you'll remember and be able to tell somebody, "Hey, guess what? I was on this thing, and there was this guy who said he says thank you to a bus driver." Are you going to be kidding me? <laughs> so, or whatever, whatever, or you know ratchet up a little bit or there's this guy that whenever you sell a property you know someone else gets part of a home somewhere how cool is that what that is doing is really moving us from it's not about me anymore it's it's yep. got to be about we and that's the game changer that really is the game changer which means it's not about dividing it's about coming together it's not about judging it, it's about respecting and all of those sorts of things and bang as a result 
you know, hopefully lovely things uh, happen. So I just hope that as we get through this, we, uh, we, we, we don't sort of say, oh, when will we get back to normal, right? Because maybe that normal, I, I know a lot of people who are saying, I don't, think, I don't think I should get back on track because maybe the track that I was on was not actually the best track. And this has given yeah. me an opportunity to, to reflect on that. Yeah. Let's, let's get a new track, a better one. Now, guys, yeah, um, there you go. We've, we've got a few more minutes. If anyone's got any questions for Paul, please type them in now because this is going to be opportunity before we finish. And, um, yeah, so thanks, Paul. Love what you're sharing. Excellent. Thank you. But if anyone's oh, got wow. Thank you, guys. Yeah, so I, was, <laughs> I saw a funny tweet today, shared today, about, um, you know, it says, if you ever feel useless, just remember it took – USA took four presidents, trillions of dollars, millions of lives, 20 years to replace Taliban, Taliban. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. People will always find something, won't they? In order yeah, to, they in will. Order to, I mean, it's been a long exercise of throwing out the Taliban to get them back in. Yeah, 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 yeah. By the way, all the, and I, I can only see on my version of the chat, it says, uh, you know, Facebook user. Uh, so... Um, uh, so, you know, whoever you are, yeah, Brene Brown is great. She really is great. And I yes, so. I love what PPS are doing, building schools. Um, thank you for the thing about Logan and BMX, uh, and, and stuff. Yeah. Really, really yep. good. Uh, by the way, by the way, interesting, interesting story about that. Interesting yep. story. Yep. You, you would also know, right. And, and I'm sure you, you, George, studying property and everything else, you know, when Brisbane was awarded the Olympics, right? Yes. I, 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 some, some people who are in real estate like you in, uh, in B1G1, they called say, oh, my goodness, that's amazing. People selling property just put their prices up 10% because in 1932, in 2032, we're going to have the Olympics. But what's interesting about that is some of you may remember Natalie Cook. Right? Natalie was the, uh, the beach volleyball person. Right? Uh, and I think she's now a seven times Olympian. And uh, she was one of the people who was playing a part in the bid, right, to get to get the thing for Brisbane. Yeah. And uh, and I've known Nat for, for a number of years, and she told me a story that that I I never knew. And the story is this: you know you know how uh, you, you imagine the the beach volleyball, right? And so when you when you knock the when you knock the ball and it goes out, right, just you you knock it straight out. That's like Oh, you know, what I do that for? And you start beating yourself up. She said her mindset coach taught her and actually worked at it. He was standing on the lines when she was practicing. And every time she knocked the ball out, she, she would go, winner! Just like this. Wow, okay. <laughs> and she said it freaked the opposition like you would not believe. And I think that's the reason why we won five goals. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. What a great story. I wonder if the psychology of it works, the whole winner thing. You know, well, of- you know, another another friend of mine, you you would have seen that that TED talk where it's all about, you know, making the general in the US who says, you know, the start the start today, you should make the bed. And, uh, and, uh, and I, I've started, believe it or not, you know, a friend of mine started doing this with his kids. And, uh, I, okay, personal story. Yes, I do this now. So I, I make the bed in the morning, and here's what I do. Win up! Seriously. I love it. <laughs> I, 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 I take a cold shower instead. So. Oh, George. Oh, George. Oh, I, one day I'm going to be able to do that. I right, have, back. you know what? Yeah. I, I, have a, I have a Japanese father-in-law, okay? Yep. And and my 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 Japanese father-in-law. One of the things you're supposed to do with your father-in-law, and when you go to Japan, is you're supposed to go to the springs, you know, the the bath thing, right? And of course, what the Japanese do, they you know they got the steam bath and everything else, and then you plunge into this ice cold thing, right? So here's my father-in-law, and it's time for me to jump in. And you know, he's been talking about his friends, and you know, he's my son-in-law and everything else. And George, I am standing. <laughs> Oh my God! There's no way I'm going to jump into this thing. But then all of a sudden, you realise that's going to let down your father-in-law. So off you go and you jump in. <laughs> oh, you jumped in! Awesome, good work, good work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So lots of fun, right? Lots of okay. fun. Excellent. Well, um, one last question before we go. Yeah. What would be your top three words of wisdom? I'm going to just oh, cut out wisdom well, because I think that's a good. Author- Three, you know, 
Or three well, you use you use one of them, and I was going to go off on that riff. Actually, you use one of them right up front, and it was the, it was the word curious. Um, you know, uh, pe people. Uh, that that's one. I think that's what keeps me going. I'm also I'm also impressed by Zig Ziglar, uh, who was 83 years old, and 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 someone said. Zig, you're 83 years old. Don't you think it's time you should slow down? And Zig looks at him and he says, no, no, no. He said, I should speed up because I've got less time left. Than you. <laughs> that is brilliant. I love it. <laughs> so I think, I think uh, you know, the whole curiosity thing, the, 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 the whole thing, uh, and because that sort of powers so, so much. And, and I also think, you know, some of the things that we've shared today is important. But I think this one, if there was one sort of, it's not a word necessarily, but it's a it's a phrase, um, and and I'm grateful to getting this phrase. And and George, you know that remember the quote I gave you about stories, right? That's it's yes. sort of like that, and it and it goes like this. It says, when you're because when you get a little older, like me, you can worry about your memory sometimes, right? So mm. so <laughs> mine is good, thank goodness. But I think it's because I'm curious. Uh, so it says when your vision becomes more powerful than your memory your future becomes more powerful than your past wow love that that's brilliant you got that one? so yeah. so yeah put it all together and and uh, you know and and uh, and go for it and the other word i would use of course is one that we've used throughout throughout our time together and again thank you for it uh is that g word you know the gratitude word that's that's just it's amazing what flows from that. It absolutely is amazing. <laughs> well, I must say, I'm very grateful for you to come and join us. Thank you so much. And thank you, everyone else that joined us. And also, yeah, thanks, everybody. And also, the people listening on the podcast afterwards and on YouTube, thank you so much. We're going to get going into the private group now. I'll join you on Zoom. Okay. George, Cheers. thank you. And thank you, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank, thank you for listening. I'm grateful for all our listeners around the world. If you found this podcast valuable, please share with someone that might find this useful and please join our tribe of purpose-driven investors, increasing income and impact in our Facebook group, Positive Property. Please note, with a multi-million dollar property portfolio and a passive income, I've become incredibly successful in investing in property. The fact of it is, however, many people may find investing in property challenging. It's not easy and it takes a lot of hard work. However, becoming educated to make an informed decision and having the right advisors gives you the tools you need to succeed. The most important part of this formula, however, is to actually take action and apply that knowledge. It is important to understand the information I share is of a general nature only and is not taken into account your unique circumstances. If you're considering investing in any asset class, you need to seek the advice of an independent professional advisor who will be able to look at your specific situation. Be sure your advisors actually achieve the kind of results you're seeking. Many won't have, so beware. We've taken great care putting those educational resources together. We'd be surprised if you didn't find any errors or omissions. If you do, our legal team says we have to say we're not responsible for those. In fact, as with all things, even your success, we're not responsible. That responsibility always has and always will come down to you and the actions you take. We're passionate about supporting you in that process and helping you increase your ability to create wealth, live the life you desire, provide all the things you dream of for you and your family.